So today I want to talk about shame. Shame is fucking toxic. Oh. Shame is shame is overwhelming. And I think it's probably a good idea to talk about, you know, what's the difference between shame and guilt and, and that kind of thing. So let me do that real quickly. So there are three emotions that I think feel really similar. Um, guilt, embarrassment, and shame, all right? And guilt is I did something wrong and I need to make an amends, all right? So, uh, you know, I made an, I, you know, it told a lie and I need to correct that. I did something that was out of character and alignment with my values and now I, that has caused a debt or a deficit and I need to go back and amend that and, and correct that. Embarrassment feels a lot like guilt and it's when I've done something that also maybe isn't in alignment with my values, but it, it typically it's like I feel foolish. I feel the sense of like, you know, you know, you walk into a store and you bump into a display and you knock the display over. You know, you're probably going to feel embarrassment over that because it's like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm calling attention to myself and um, everybody's looking at me and thinking, you know, what a klutz or something along those lines. And shame is that I am wrong. There's something in me. Shame is an internalized belief that says, if people really knew me, if they really knew what I've done, if they knew they knew my darkness, if they knew my sin, you know, if they knew me, they would not love me or accept me. And it's a it's a deeply held belief that kind of sits at the core of who we are. And at the core of who we are is we are physical, emotional, spiritual. The place that I think that we connect with on all three of those levels is in sex. And so if you are wounded in sex, whether it's someone molested you or you you were shamed about sex or you were um, abused, you had maybe earlier exposure to sex. There's something about that sexual piece of it that I think when that gets broken and fractured, that's where our shame starts. I remember this time, and I don't know how old I was, maybe three, four, something like that, but I was in the bathtub and I got an erection. And I don't remember what my mom said, but she shamed me. It was kind of this, you know, oh, that's bad. You know, don't play with that kind of thing. And I, it's one of those really fractured memories that I have, all, you know, that, you know, I, I, it's there, but it's really kind of hard to pull up. And I think it was, you know, because I was young. And that was maybe one of the first times that I started to feel and experience shame, especially around my sexuality. And I grew up in a very, very religious home where sex was talked about as being you only do it outside, I'm excuse me, inside of marriage, you know, um, that anything sexual outside of that was 
bad evil in a sin and I was just really shamed about that you probably remember stories of yourself maybe being shamed around sex and sexuality but I think that's where most guys shame tends to lie is in the area of their sexuality because the truth is we have some dark dark fantasies <laughs> you know um fantasies that will scare you you know fantasies that like go where the hell did that come from if i could think that there must be something wrong with me and if anybody knew that i thought that you know they wouldn't love love, love and accept me they would think that i'm a creep you know and then we have messages whether it's with uh, partners or um, other experiences. Um, you know, I've worked with clients in the past who have been shamed by their partners because they can't get an erection. You know, I've, been, I've worked with guys who have been molested as children and they grow up feeling this dark sense of shame. You know, and part of the shame involved in that is that it actually felt good. And if it felt good, what did that mean about them? And shame is toxic. I'll tell you why. Um, I had a client a couple years ago who killed himself. He killed himself as a result of the shame. There were some things in his past that he had cleaned up and was working on, but they were exposed to the people that he loved and he ran from it he ran and he committed suicide he couldn't handle the idea that other people knew this which meant they wouldn't love and accept him and he killed himself it just breaks my heart because people did love him people were sad even knowing these things about him we still loved him and I wish so much that he would have reached out to me because I would have walked with him. I would have helped him through that, but he didn't. And, um, and it's really, really tragic and sad. So yesterday with my clients, there was a lot of talk about shame. It's kind of weird, like sometimes as being a therapist and a coach, like the same topic comes up within all of my clients in a day or sometimes even in a week. And the topic of shame just kind of kept coming up over and over again. And some of the guys were just dealing with some dark, dark shame. I just want to reach out to them and let them know that they're loved and they're accepted it. And I have will tell guys, and I truly mean this from the heart, it doesn't matter what you tell me. Whatever you've done is not going to change how I feel about you and how I feel about this process of healing. Because where we oftentimes need the most healing is in that area of our woundedness and that shame. And so many times it's about sex. So, how do you deal with shame? You know, I've dealt with shame a lot in my life. I've dealt with shame, like I said, early on in my childhood. As a young adult, 
um, had, uh, you know, I would watch porn, I would masturbate, um, I would act out sexually um, before I was married, you know, had a lot of sexual activity in my life. And, and again, because of those messages growing up, um, I felt like I was um, doing something really bad and evil. And it brought up a lot of pain. And so what I did was I just would, would repress that, you know, because the sex felt better. The sex felt accepting. And that was what I was really longing for was sex. But on the other hand, I felt like if anybody knew these secrets about me, that no one would love or accept me. And the way that I started to unshed the shame was by exposing those dark places to people that were safe, that truly did love me and cared about me. To be able to actually say out loud some of these shameful things that I had done. And that's where the healing started, was basically bringing the shadow into the light and exposing it. And the more I exposed it with people who were safe, the more I began to learn that I'm not bad, I'm capable of doing bad things, which is guilt. But at the core of who I am is not bad. The core of who I am is good. My heart is good and pure and loving. Now I have a shadow side. We all have a shadow side. That shadow side is the part of us that is capable of doing dark things. But rather than repressing the shadow, what I have to do is I have to actually integrate the shadow. You know, Carl Jung talked a lot about this in, in his work of, of the shadow work and integrating that into our life, that we actually come to love and accept the shadow in ourselves. Part of the reason I love and accept the shadow that's in myself is because it, it got me to this place where I needed to be. I was thinking about Iron John this morning, the book Iron John, if you haven't read it, great book, great classic men's book. And in the story of Iron John, it's all about the, the wounded child, you know, the prince, and, um, and this wild man that lives under a pond and befriending the wild man. And I think the wild man really represents that shadow, that darkness, that part of us that is a killer, that part of us that steals, that part of us that just looks out for ourselves. And we actually, even though that part of us, that's a real primal part of us, that's a part that we actually really need. You know, I used to often tell guys, like, if someone's breaking into your house and they're going to steal your children and, you know, kidnap your wife and that kind of thing, you need your monster, you know. You need to access that. One of the things I love about men's work, um, particularly in the embodiment work, is we, we get in touch with that shadow. We get in touch with that shame. We get in touch with that part of us. And we allow other men to see that in a safe place. And it is so healing. And one of the reasons I love this work. Because once you learn the truth. That you're not what you do. You are 
essentially love. And once you start to access that part of love and you start to act in love and you start to act in integrity, the spiritualness of integrity, and that's really what it is, getting in touch with your spiritual side, that deeper part of yourself, the spiritual, that, that, that divinity inside of you is love, right? And when we connect with the infinite source of love, that allows us to feel love and have the capacity to love others. And that's what the masculine does. The masculine loves. The masculine penetrates. Love is power, right? The masculine is power. You have a superpower in your life in that you can either go out and love someone and you can give them encouragement and you can act in integrity and you can work with your courage and your loyalty and your tenacity and your wisdom and all of those other virtues that I talk about. And when you're in alignment with your integrity, then you can love powerfully. But integrity isn't natural. Integrity is spiritual. It's highly spiritual. And the reason is this is because it none of those things are natural things. It's not natural to be courageous. It's natural to run away. It's not natural to be tenacious. It's actually natural to quit when things get hard. It's not natural to seek wisdom because, you know, why would I want that? You know, like I just like live and live as a fool, right? It's not natural to have self-control. It's not natural to be, you know, a man of excellence. Those things are not natural. And as a result, the shadow is the nat is the natural. We need supernatural in order to override those. And the way that we're able to override the natural with the supernatural through the connection of our spirit, connection with the infinite source of love, and then to be love. Like, again, you have the superpower. Like you could go out today and give someone a compliment, a sincere compliment. You can do that with the spirit of love and it will impact their life. Or you can go out there and you can criticize somebody. You can go out there and you can be negative. You can go out there and tear people's dreams down. And that will also have a power, <laughs> but that's the power of the darkness. What I want to be as a man of integrity, what I want to be as a man of light. So if you're dealing with shame, and you probably are, <laughs> we all are, I do, still. If you're dealing with shame, that belief that there, if anyone really knew me, that they wouldn't love and accept me. If you're dealing with that, I want to encourage you to find some safe guys that you can share that with. Get a coach, get a therapist, join a 12-step program. There are resources out there. I talked about Integration Nation yesterday. That's a safe place. Um, men's work. You know, um, getting in touch with the embodiment work of masculinity. Again, I think that's one of those places that you can really heal at. One of my uh, coaches and teachers is John Wineland, and he does a lot of uh, work on this. And um, highly recommend looking up John Wineland. Um, you can check him out on YouTube. I'll try to put some links in the description. But shame, man, don't let it rule your life. Do not let shame impact you. Do not listen to the lie that 
what you've done makes you unlovable and unacceptable. Instead, who you are today. And I often tell guys, this is my central message, that anybody at any moment can turn their lives around with a decision. And the decision is, I'm going to live a life of integrity. That's a supernatural act. And the only way for me to do that is to get in contact with my divinity and connect with the higher divinity. And when I do that, I'm empowered to love. I'm empowered to give. I'm empowered to make a difference in the world. So you can either love or you can live in the shadow. Choice is yours. Anyway, that's what I got for today. Hope you enjoyed it. If it meant something to you, please like, subscribe, make a comment. And uh, I'll see you next time.